like uh, I've been talking about failure a lot recently in this podcast, or at least the threat of failure, our fear of failure. But today, today I want to talk about success, success, the thing we actually want. Before I do, however, quick story, quick success story. Uh, I had a friend who'd book had gotten on the New York Times bestseller list. And so she was invited to this big deal literary festival. And she went and there she met this writer who had was having a nice career. He was a literary writer. He wrote literary fiction and his work had been published in all the big literary magazines. He published his novels. He was supporting himself through the writing of his fiction. He wasn't teaching, nothing wrong with teaching, but he didn't want to, he didn't have to. So he was having a good literary writing career. And yet he felt like a failure. Why? Why? Because he hadn't won the National Book Award. Until he did, he was a failure. That's right. What a great story. You see how success, this concept of it, 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 it exists in our mind. We, do, we create our own definition for it. And if we haven't met it, we feel like we've failed. And yet, when we think about failure often, there is a sense uh, like there's some universal definition of it, as if everybody's looking for the same job, win the same race, publish the same book, get the same contract, win the same competition, but it's not. So much in our head. So let's first acknowledge and accept that we are inventing our own concept of success, which is very helpful when we want to create the kind of successful writing experiences that we all want. One of the challenges of that around writing is that we tend to, and I certainly have been guilty of this terribly, uh, the big event, namely publishing a book, for that's a big one for a lot of people, or selling a certain number of copies of that book or winning an award, but we have these big benchmarks we give ourselves. And when that happens, then we'll have been successful. But the truth is, the times I have met those kinds of benchmarks, in other words, publishing with a major publisher, or in my case, because I do love public speaking, finding myself in front of a big audience behind a microphone, like that's one of my visions for a successful experience. When that actually happened, the big thing that I've been dreaming about, quote unquote, it always feels very natural, very organic, almost expected. Why is that? Why is that? Because although I probably wasn't as deliberate about it as I should have been, the big success came because I focused on all the little successes that led me to it. And there is no smaller success in a way, but none that's more important if you're a writer than a sentence that you like, a sentence that you think works, a sentence that crackles, that feels honest, that was the that extends the story for another thought naturally, a successful sentence a successful paragraph. As writers, it's so important that we focus on the small successes, not on the big, I mean, the big ones will come, but really only if we ex if focus on and appreciate emotionally the small successes, the little ones, because that is how you accumulate to the bigger ones. In other words, a, think about it, a good paragraph a good paragraph is what? It's a collection of successful sentences. Sentences that flow one into the other. And when you have written six or seven successful sentences in a row, you have a successful paragraph. And when you have a bunch of successful paragraphs, you have a successful scene. And when you have a bunch of successful scenes, you have a successful chapter. 
and on and on until you have a successful book. It's really important that we understand that as writers, but also experience it and appreciate it. Feel how good it feels. Acknowledge how good it feels when that sentence is what you want it to be, when that scene is what you want to be. Yes, that's what a good scene is like for me. That's what a good sentence reads like for me. My career grew because I was writing these little essays and I felt they were successful, meaning I would finish them and go, yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's it. Small successes. They're way more important than the big ones. And if you keep focusing on them, when you get to the big ones, as I said, they feel natural. Because in fact, if you write a bunch of successful sentences, having them wind up in a successful paragraph, that's not surprising at all. You don't look up and say, where did that paragraph come from? Well, it came from a bunch of successful sentences. Hey, the, the small things are way more important than the big things. The big things are just accumulation of small things. Give it to yourself. Give it to yourself. And if I made any... Well, I made a lot of mistakes when I was early on in my writing, but one of the biggest ones was not acknowledging the importance of my small successes, not really giving it to myself, saying these don't matter until I have this big one. None of this matters until I have that big one. No, they all matter. In fact, they matter tremendously because you matter and your ideas matter and your thoughts matter and your life matters and your feelings matter. Your successes matter far more than your failures. Oh, there's such a there's such a preoccupation sometimes with failure, with what didn't work, and making it more important than what does. You know, all the sentences you delete that you that failed to be a part of your story that didn't belong in your story. We don't remember those. The only ones that matter are the ones that left in, the ones that were successful. Care about it. Care about, give it to yourself every time you say, yes, that's it. I like that. That's what I want. You do that often enough, all the other stuff, it just comes. As naturally as one sentence follows another. It's true. And that, you know, is a hard part for a lot of people, giving themselves, giving it to themselves. Because you got to give, you're going to get it from, you'll get it from editors, you'll get it from teachers like me sometime. But give it to yourself. Give it to yourself. And when you get it from someone else, it won't be that surprising. And it won't mean as much as maybe it does when you haven't really given it to yourself. It's true. So that's the hard part for a lot of people. Giving it to themselves. Letting them, allowing themselves to acknowledge the value of their work. What's the hard part for you? You know, what's the hard part? I want to know. Let's keep this conversation going. It's a good conversation. I like it. I'm interested in it. I hope you are too. And if you don't want to miss a dose, Hit subscribe, and if you like it, say so. I want to hear from you. So, until next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.